tonight we will be listening to 10 terrifying true camping stories. I do hope you enjoy. Number 1 When I was younger, probably like 10 or 11, I went camping with my family. I'll just get right into it. It was about 1 or 2 in the morning and I couldn't really sleep. The tent me and my brother were in was really hot and very uncomfortable. Anyway, while I was trying to go to bed, I heard a faint whimper. I tried to ignore it because I figured I was just tired. Our campsite was along a road with many other camps nearby. The whimper started to get louder and then turned into crying. I heard footsteps outside of our tent and a girl crying. Now let me tell you, it didn't go faint, it got louder and louder. It remained in the same spot the entire time. That's so important because... It indicates that she was looking at her tent site, crying. It gets worse when it turned into a full-on scream for a few seconds, then cuts out. When she started screaming, my brother woke up. We both look at each other and just get all the pillows and stuff our head under them. I couldn't sleep all night and I'm just glad we left the next morning. Number 2 This happened to an acquaintance of mine and his son. This took place back in the early 90s. He had taken his young son for a father and son type hike out of Skagway. If any of you are familiar with Skagpatch, it is quite a network of trails above town at Lower Dewey Lakes. So it's evening, dinner done, tent up, bedtime. Sometime later, around midnight, he's woken up by the tent shaking violently, then silence. Then again, Keep in mind, it's late August and pitch black. I mean as pitch black as you can get under the heavy coastal rainforest with no moon. The shaking kept up for over an hour. He had no idea what it was. He went out with his headlamp, yelled and heard nothing. He'd go back in the tent, then it would start up again. He could hear footsteps whenever it happened. He was pretty shaken up by the next morning as you could only imagine. He reported it to the troopers and the only thing they could come up with was someone with a night vision setup messing around or something else. Number 3 This happened to me when I was little. I went camping with my older brother and my mum. I was about seven or eight 
and I went to bed around 10 in a sleeping bag inside my tent with both my mum and brother. Sometime during the night, I don't know when, I woke up somewhere in the middle of the woods, still in my sleeping bag. I had no idea where I was or where my tent was. I screamed for my mum and I heard her calling back for me in a panic, but she was easily a hundred yards away or so. To this day, I have no idea how I ended up in the middle of the woods, still inside my sleeping bag. Gives me chills. Number 4 About one month ago, we are riding our favourite trail up near Camp Verde. Oldest son is leading, youngest is following him. A friend behind him and I am sucking up the rear. Come over a hill and I see my youngest son with all of his gear off and his jersey. I came up asking what was wrong, thinking that he had crashed. He said his back was burning. I looked and there was three scratches across his back. Looked like claw marks. No blood, but very distinct. He had a chest back protector on, so there's no way a tree branch or anything got him. We finally got him geared back up and headed out. About 30 minutes later, we reached a spot where we always stopped for a break. I asked him to take the jersey off so that I could see the scratches again. They were completely gone. Number 5 A couple of years ago, my brother bought a large piece of land out in the middle of nowhere, about 30 miles or so from cell phone reception. It's quiet, there is no light pollution, no paved roads and not a lot of people around. Shortly after he bought the place, two of my brothers, the landowner and another, me and our family spent a weekend camping on the land and doing our best to clean it up. People had used it as a dump. There were many downed trees etc. On the second night we camped there, I woke up in the middle of the night to take a leak. As I was walking to the bushes in the dark, I realised that I could faintly hear music. This didn't strike me as odd because I knew my brother had a radio in his camper. I finished up and went back to sleep with no further thought on the matter. The next morning at breakfast, I mentioned the radio and the music. Several other people recalled waking in the night and hearing music, but no two people heard the same music. Finally, the brother who brought the radio woke up. I asked him about the music and he seemed a bit freaked out. He woke up sometime during the night and went outside to smoke. He heard music as well and had assumed it was someone else. I should mention that he was the only one with a generator and a radio. It wasn't his radio we heard. 
it wasn't anyone else's either. I've been back several times, but I'm a bit freaked out by that place at night. I have fun while I'm there, but I'm almost always armed and I don't sleep in a tent anymore. I sleep in my SUV with the doors locked. It may seem kinda dumb, but realising that everyone heard different music when there are no people. No functional radios and no electricity is quite creepy. Number 6 We were in a riverside cabin one night in North Michigan. I had just stretched out when a huge crack erupted from the woods. Both of us thought it was a branch or an old tree that had fallen. After he turned off the living room light, we noticed that the light coming from the windows was abnormally strong. This sent our nerves to a new high. The light seemed to pulse several times and got so bright at one point you could have read a book by it. It couldn't have been a car as we were almost a mile off the road on a dirt trail. Plus, the light came in from all the windows equally. Every so often, we would hear a strange humming noise that penetrated the cabin. This lasted almost half an hour. We talked about just running out to the car and leaving, but neither of us wanted to go outside. After the light went out, we sat on the couch, occasionally putting forth theories on what it could have been. Around four o'clock in the morning, there was another loud crack. We worried that the light might come back, but nothing happened. Number seven. My friend and I were walking just outside of the circle of cabins. It was bright night, with all the stars shining and the moon was well lit. There was a campfire going, and in one of the big cabins there was a party going on with music and so on. We were walking and we both got a really weird feeling, as if we were being watched. We both turned toward the sea. We saw a blue figure, very tall, about seven feet, walking through the trees. It made no sound at all. It was a bright blue and glowing figure walking through the forest. It was emitting a shimmery aura, and my friend and I both became very frightened. We shouted at whatever that thing was, and we were asking it what it was. We got no reply, of course, but we expected one. We stared at it as it walked away and out of our vision. We didn't dare to follow. We then ran back to the group of people at the campfire, screaming and describing what we had saw. Another friend of mine claimed he was watching it from a distance not far from where we were and was just as frightened as we were. Number 8 
Number eight. This is not something I experienced, but my sister and her husband did. My family used to have a cabin on a lake in Northwoods. It's a lake with no public access. On the other side was an old girls camp that the state was letting fall apart. The camp had a large two-story main house that was mostly intact at the time. My sister and her husband decided to check out the camp one day. They canoed over and started to walk around. They went into the main house first. They walked around for a bit and then they heard heavy footsteps upstairs. These footsteps turned into something running heavily towards the stairs. My sister and her husband booked it out of the house, but they could hear the steps coming down the stairs and on the main level as they ran out. They opted to run around the house instead of heading back to the shore. They never saw who it was, but they heard them enter back into the house and they heard them storm back outside again. They went into the woods this time and heard someone running in the woods after them. They took the long way around the lake back to the cabin. My dad and I had to go back later that day to get the canoe. We never heard or saw anything. Number 9 This happened in 81 or 82, not sure anymore. I had made friends with a fellow I worked with and offered to take him gigging for frogs. He was from the city and had never spent any time in the woods at night. The farm I had permission to do it on was only about a mile from my place. My friend showed up at 10.30 or so and I gave him a gig and a flashlight. We decided to walk to the other farm. We didn't get far before we both heard something walking in the dark to the side of us. I've been in the woods all my life and I've had plenty of deer follow me, but I wasn't going to tell him that. It was clear he was getting spooked. We climbed a fence and continued on. Then we heard something else climb the fence. Deer don't climb fences. I tried looking around with flashlight, but he wanted none of it. We could see the house lights of the place we were going to and he ran off on me and beat on the guy's door until he let him in. By the time I got there, Mr. Barber, the landowner, and his wife was out on the porch and wanted to know what was going on. Mr. Barber and I went back and had a look around but found nothing. My friend refused to walk back and Mr. Barber gave us a ride back to my place. We never did find out what or who it was that was following us. My friend decided that frogging wasn't for him and he had also refused to go on several fishing trips I'd invited him to. 
I can't say I was too comfortable with what happened, but I haven't let it stop me from frogging. Number 10. I was backpacking in New Hampshire and camped out for a night after a day hike. I wandered off from our fire to go take a piss and stumbled upon a circle etched into the ground with turning forks surrounding the circle standing up straight. It looked like a creepy ritual circle and it bugged me so I booked it back to the group. So that's all for our 10 terrifying camping related stories. If you did enjoy, please leave a like and comment. And if you're new, please subscribe. Have a nice night.